You're listening to Fear, the Inth Cast. I'm JD. I'm Jason. What's up, man? I'm here. But are you happy to be here? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was born happy to be here. Yes, this is where you've been looking forward <laughs> yeah, to being your since whole life. I was born. Since I was born. Yeah. Since conception. Right here on this night. Conception is always such a weird word. Is it? I just think it's a weird word. And when people ask you, like, hey, do you know your conception story? I'm like, why what? Why do I need to know my conception story? Why would you? Some parents talk to their kids about that. Like, uh, we were camping one night and uh, had a little too much to drink, and it was cold, and uh, you were conceived. <laughs> Listen, nothing's <laughs> happening if I'm cold. <laughs> Not a damn thing. <laughs> All that's happening is you're getting away from me. Yeah. I'm gonna, Back up. Back up. Don't touch me. I'm ashamed of something over here. I'm shivering. I'm shivering. So, oh, there's nothing we can do about it. So we'll just have to try another night, sweetie. Yes. Man, it's good to be back on The Walking Dead. I know. I've missed it. And yeah. I don't always miss it, but I have missed it. And I think there's a couple reasons. I thought Fear was really good, and Fear ended up being a good season. So I'm like, it got me more hyped for The Walking Dead than, say, last season, when season two of Fear was just not great. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I got to keep watching this. <laughs> yeah. So, but, and then with Negan and knowing that there's war coming and the previews that they've done, I was like, okay, this is going to be good. Yes. And I think it was good. I think, I don't know. We'll get to it. We will. Yeah. The episode is called Mercy. Mercy. Have and, mercy. Lord, have mercy. So there's a couple things. Um, I don't know where you want to start. Um, I'm, I'm a little concerned about a couple things from this episode. One, all the, the old man Rick and the flashbacks and then his with his like red eyes. You know, it's kind of hard to tell what's happening when and what's real. Sure. What do you think? I uh, Yeah, so I felt kind of the same way. I went back and looked at kind of how I felt like the breakdown was. So I counted a total of like, there's four different like scenarios, four sure. different like flash forwards or may I say time zones in okay. which they are flashing forward to. So uh, obviously there's the old man Rick one, which... Towards the beginning of that, I was like, oh, shit, is that like a deathbed? Because it was right, all grayed right, right. out. I was like, oh, shit. Um, so we see what looks like is like four or five years later based on little ass kicker's age. Right. So that's where that one is. You have the one with him and Carl where they meet this new guy. Yeah. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, who just has this voice that can echo through the outdoor corridors of a parking right. lot. <laughs> right. And you're not sure. I mean, he could be a character from the comics, uh, Sadiq, yeah. or he could just be, I remember they put out a call a couple of years ago to find someone to fill a role. Like, okay. That is going to be here. So that could be that. We're not sure yet. Cause yeah. they didn't give us a name. Yeah. Um, and then they have, yeah, him with the red eyes where he's like, right. And for that, I showed mercy. That to me almost seems like right afterwards, right after the war, this war. Yeah. Um, and then there was one other one. What was the other one? I don't know. Shit, what was the other flash forward? I don't know. Damn it. It'll come to me. It'll come to you. So the most interesting part and the reason why this is called mercy was what he said. Yeah. Was, um, 
what was that quote? Um, I chose mercy over wrath. Yeah. Or, yeah. Not exactly. I'm butchering it. Something, something along those lines, like mercy that caused me to stay my hand and one out over wrath yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So that's, that's one that will cause a lot of conversation. Sure. So. And before we get into season eight, I'm, I'm wondering what's going to happen compared to the comics. You know what I'm saying? Because they've done a good job of setting up their own kind of world and having their own characters and things like that. So I'm wondering if they're going to go straight along the path that the comics have gone and we know what's happening or if they're going to diverge a little bit. Uh-huh. What do you think before we talk about the premiere? On if they're going to diverge from the comics? Yeah. Um, because they've really... I don't know. Because based on what I saw in, in like that scene I was telling you with that flash forward with the Mercy talk... That makes me think they're going to stick with the comics. Sure. And it all it makes me think two things. One, if they're going to stick with the comic in the the outcome for Negan. Mm-hmm. And two, that maybe something happened to Father Gabriel. Yeah. So, I don't know. Those were like two things that just popped in my head whenever I saw that. Yeah. I'm, they've been walking a line lately, like... Negan, super true to the comic source material, but some of the story and other characters are not. So I'm trying to figure out if they're just going to keep, uh, part of it will be from the comic, part of it will be from the show, or if they're just eventually going to be like, all right, we're just going to take the show our own yeah. way. It's weird because they, like, they pull out little things here and there, like right. almost things that aren't even that significant. Like there was a little bit with uh, Jesus whenever they're behind all those barricades and stuff and mm-hmm. whatever that line he delivered was from what I hear straight out of the comics, the hilltop stands with Maggie. Yeah. yeah. And so there's like little pieces like that, that, okay. It's like a little tip of the cap to the yeah. comic book readers, <laughs> yeah. but it, it's also like, okay, is this the plan? Are we sticking true to this? Right. Or are we staying right on it? So, Well, because I, I was tweeting with Aaron uh, before we recorded tonight, and he was saying, you know, I feel like Negan, no matter how dynamic Jeffrey Dean Morgan is, they're having him be just like the character in the comics maybe isn't helping him at this point. Sure. Because, and I agreed with him. I said, you know, I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan has the ability to take that character now into his own interpretation and do his own thing with him. And I think that would be great for the show because yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan has really kind of owned that character. And now that, you know, we've, we've been introduced to him. We know who he is. We've had a season of him. Let's see where he can go. Yeah. And, but that's, that's even really tough because there's going to be a crossroads that he'll have to hit. Sure. Whether he sticks on this, like the way he's portraying Negan, mm-hmm. or he takes more liberties with it. But either way, I think is going to make people mad. Sure. So I think if he splits off and he starts doing a little more like creative freedom, yeah. then maybe he goes too far away from what Negan is. And then the diehards are like, oh man, I really miss who Negan is. It's true. I, you know? And that's another thing about this show. It's so hard to make everybody happy. Because people, people either want it to be what it was in season one, two, and three, or they want it to be just like the comic book, or they're happy with it is now. And if you change yeah. it, I mean, I think that's part of the fan base, just being loving the show so much and really just wanting something something more than what they're getting. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't understand sometimes the motivation. We're like, all right, I'm going to take this journey with you guys, and I'm trusting you to do it, instead of being like, oh my gosh, I want this to be like it was, or yeah. like the comic. You know what I'm saying? It's a hard place to be as like a viewer. 
sure. to say, man, they really need to hit. I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine, and he was like, all right, man, this is the season for me. Like, if they if they screw things up this season, then I'm, I'm calling I'm done. quits. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you say that, but, you know. You've invested eight years of your life <laughs> yeah. into the show. I was like, write it out, man. Like, you might love how it went. Like, if you made it through season two, then yeah, that should have been the season that made you leave. For sure. Not this. Yeah. So, I don't know. It To me, like, honestly, like, you know, the day of Sunday... I, I was having all these nostalgic feelings like, oh man, I remember whenever I first started watching Walking Dead and I always get that, like the first, you know, the premiere of a new season. I'm always like, hell yeah. It's like the weather's awesome as well. So it's like right. cool weather, Walking Dead. It's like you falls know, here. You know, it's just like the best. So yeah. I don't know. I told him, I was like, man, this is something I, I love. And I'm I'm one of those few guys who are like, I'm just in it. Like yeah. there are things that disappoint me and there are things that make me really happy. Yeah. And I try to focus more on like all the positive sure. you know, aspects. Of I mean, yeah, and we do a show about it. So we sure. have to, we have to we talk cover about all. all of it. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Um, that after our long rambling intro into it season deserves eight. it. It does. And I really feel like it's something that we need to talk about before a season starts. What's going to happen? What we think is going to go. I, I think that's totally legitimate. Legit. Okay. So, Let's start with the speeches. So we've got the three leaders, Alexandria, Hilltop, and the Kingdom. Yeah. And Rick. Which hit me. Sorry. Yeah. That was the other flash forward was oh. the speech. Oh, okay. Um, just with how they did the time change. Carry so, on. So Rick, Rick's saying, you know, this is ours. We've already won. Yeah. And then <laughs> Ezekiel, <laughs> right away, I was like, yes, I've so missed Ezekiel. <laughs> And he's like, uh, as the bard says, and I was like, oh, oh yes. Now what we're going to hear what the bard what says. What does the bard say? I want to know what he said. Please, please do tell me. Yeah. He's like, uh, who bleeds with me today shall be my brother or my sister. And I was like, oh, yes. yes. And then Maggie, um, I swear her southern accent has gotten more pronounced. Oh, sure. As uh, as time is going on. Mm-hmm. It's coming more natural. <laughs> and she's just like, we've practiced. Uh, we've practiced this. We know what we're doing. It's going to be fine. Let's yeah. go do it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, yes, let's go do it. I'm ready to see what's going to happen. Yeah. I Were you inspired by their speeches? Absolutely. Yeah. It made me think of Independence Day. Yes. yes. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Perhaps We will not go quietly into the night. Okay, you can't. Okay, if <laughs> that's it, one of the best speeches uh, known you, to man, you can't not listen to that and be like, "Oh my that god!" That gives I just, me <laughs> that gives me goosebumps and every then, time. Right after that, Celine Dion comes in. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then and then everybody's standing up and just crying yeah! and just, <laughs> just like a war cry. This is our Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so then kind of like the planning stage, and what did you think of their plan, like? Tara, your favorite character, has got her Twizzlers and her eighties, her eighties sunglasses. Ten fifty eight, ten fifty eight. So, what is that herd that comes every day at ten fifty eight? Do you know what that is? I have no clue. <laughs> I I don't know. It's just they uh, know about a big herd now. I didn't. I thought maybe it was like a loop, like a loop of right. road. They're just like walking. Down <laughs> They're just this walking road. aimlessly. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, I mean, I didn't really look into it. Herds just, are normally moving. 
Yeah. And we haven't had the best of luck with herds, you know, in The Walking Dead. No. Just in The Walking Dead in general. Yeah. Like, the one, they're going to go do a dry run and it turned into the real one. That didn't work out. So sure. great. Sure. You know, it did okay, but not great. And I don't know, maybe it was some remnants of Maybe, of, of that, that herd, herd, perhaps. And so, and then also they've armored all their cars, which I thought was smart. And I'm, I don't know why people hadn't thought of that before. You know? Oh, I know. Like, okay, we're going to armor our cars and make them semi-bulletproof and give us things to hide behind. And, you know, we can go assault you in your little kingdom and we'll be protected too. It's like yeah. a siege engine. Yeah, no, it really did. It felt like, to me, it felt like war. It felt like yeah. assembling, yeah, your siege equipment and you brought your own fortification. Right. You're not worrying about what's inside of their place. No. You rolled with your own bunkers. Yeah. Exactly. Thought it was cool. Okay. And so they get to uh, the Savior's hideout and Negan, um, they, they shoot a lot of bullets to get Negan to come out. I don't know why everybody fired three times. Like exactly the same time. Right. I feel like just one person firing would have been enough to get them to come out. <laughs> it was just like, where, where are you people getting all these bullets? And then, okay, you're going to fire all at the same time. Great. Right. I, I don't think it's necessary. But why at the same time? Like, and they've practiced. They, they're just, they're in the. If you're inside, maybe you just think that was three bullets. Right. <laughs> you're just like, huh, one guy fired three times. And pop, they're like, pop, pop. no, you need to know the effort that went in. Right. We practiced this. This yeah. is what Maggie was talking about. Have you ever seen synchronized swimming? <laughs> this is the only thing Come we on practiced. Now. Right. <laughs> it's like a choreographed dance number. Yes. Pop, pop, pop. Glah, glah, glah. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. And Negan comes out, and him and Rick have their little uh, dialogue. And Negan says, "I don't need to have a dick measuring contest, even though I know mine's bigger. <laughs> mine's bigger." But I feel like that's what they were doing. I mean, yeah, him participating was. in that conversation was having a dick measuring contest. Mm-hmm. Which, why? So that scene was probably the one that got the most controversy in the whole episode. Okay, I you know it. why? I get it. That sure, Negan comes out there. You've got a lot of people. You just shoot him. War over. But let's let's remember for a second that we're watching a television show. Yes. Right. Yeah. We're watching a television show, and that would not be great storytelling. Mm-hmm. And you've got to suspend reality a little bit, right? Sure. Sure. I mean, we we live in an alternate timeline world where um, zombies have taken over, and yeah. everybody's sick, and when you die, you become a walker. Okay. Yeah. It's not the real world. <laughs> yeah, and I would say my biggest argument to it would say, I think what I was thinking was, if they had already come up with a plan, did that plan, was it was it all relying on Negan coming out with those three bullets? Sure. Because he very well could have not come out and just yelled from a corner or whatever, had the conversation like that. Right. So... The risk of shooting and missing and then starting a whole, because we know our people miss a lot. Right. Like, if there's someone in the open, they're going to miss them. If they're driving by with their middle finger out the window, 10 people are going to miss them with machine guns. Right. They're it's just like, going to have, they're stormtroopers. Stormtroopers, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, to count on these people who miss with 10 feet of distance... Uh, to hit him and to make that the whole plan, no. So that that's my argument is like, okay, 
in my mind, I'm like, stick with the plan. And Rick was already kind of deviating from the plan. Sure. With how much he was shooting at him. But that MP5 just, just he saw him in that cover and right. he wanted him. All right. But before we get to that, let's talk about this this scene when he's talking to Negan. He's like, Simon, you, you and you. And then Eugene speaks up and he's like, I know who you are. Shut up. Oh. And he's like, the rest of oh. you can be spared. But Eugene and Negan, I'm done with you. Yeah. I was like, wow, you've, you've put Eugene in the yeah. same. Same boat as Negan. That was crazy. What did you think? I was, dude, what would you feel like? I would feel the same way. Oh, I, I like, absolutely. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. You fuck know, you. like you were there. You know what he did. Go. Go die. I mean, because Rosita had to have told them that, like, yeah, we went to rescue Eugene, and he's like, no, I'm staying here. I appreciate it, but I'm going to stay here because I am Negan. Stone cold. Stone cold, 100% (laughs) Negan. And then, okay, the shootout happens after that. Rick's like, you're going to make me count, and he just counts to seven, which is a little cheap. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I did, too. I loved it. Well, right before the bitchiest move, uh, shit. The pussy. Eugene? Uh, oh, Gregory. Gregory. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The Hilltop uh, stands with the saviors. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, no, why, we don't care about you. <laughs> why do you think you have authority? You left us, for one, and we've had people like in charge since you've been gone. The kid at school who thinks he has friends backing him up, and he turns around, and they're all gone. Right. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no one cares about you. Yeah. And he's like, damn it. Yeah. I may I may have uh, made a mistake here. Yes. I may have made a mistake here. Oh, it was so great. And then Jesus, the hilltop stairs with Maggie, like we already said. And Simon's like, I have invested a lot in you, and I feel like I'm not getting any return. Yes. <laughs> Throws him down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so great. then they start shooting, and this was another thing that I didn't understand. They wasted a lot of bullets. Just blasting glass. Windows. <laughs> what is that going to do? All the way up. Yeah. They're like, what? It's basically a stained glass window here, and uh, we're just going to shoot all of it. It seems like that that lasts so long, and I'm thinking the whole time, all right, there's got to be a plan. There, there's got to be a reason mm-hmm. why they're shooting all these windows out. Whatever it may be, and maybe we'll see in the next episode mm-hmm. what this reason is. I'm hoping there is one because it was a waste. It was a waste. I was like, what are we doing right now? This doesn't make sense. Um, I hope it comes to fruition. You're yelling at Rick for shooting at the guy. Right. And y'all are shooting at windows. Right. <laughs> and maybe it's a distraction because they had that other plan in place to get the herd into the sanctuary. Sure. Which is fine. And I love that scene with Daryl in his uh, little seven shooter. Yeah. Riding the motorcycle and just it's I felt like sometimes he wasn't even looking, he's just like boom. Oh yeah. <laughs> just better. It was so cool. cool guys don't look at explosions. No. Well, and you don't even have to aim. Like you're like, I mm. this bullet's gonna hit. I don't yeah. even, I don't even need to look at this I shit. I am one with the gun and the bike. <laughs> I'm Daryl. I'm Daryl. The crow flies straight. <laughs> Oh, what sons of anarchy! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the crow flies straight. Oh, a great <laughs> the Texas Rain- Walker, Texas Ranger, <laughs> and that's where the Rangers gonna, gonna be. be. I can't believe you knew it. Oh yeah, did you watch? Well, so, the eyes of a ranger are upon you. <laughs> oh, I know it. Why have we not done a Walker Texas Walker, Ranger Texas podcast? Ranger oh, podcast. I, that would be number one. That Memoirs would, of a ranger. 
That would be <laughs> number we'll one. Call it. All right, million dollar idea. Don't steal it. Okay. Okay. So, do we want to talk? We need to talk about the secondary things happening while the big thing is going on, right? Sure. So uh, they get the herd. They count down. <laughs> Tara counts down from like five, and they don't show up, and then they show up like four seconds. I'm so later. glad she's wrong. <laughs> I love it when she's wrong. She was in this episode (laughs) so little today. I know. Why did you hate her? (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Do what she does. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. It's fine. And so they're also going out to all of like the little satellites that Negan has and taking everybody out. Yeah. And Rick, Rick with that one guy where he like stabbed him in the back and then through the gut and everything. And the guy was talking shit to him. Like, I saw you cry. I saw you cry. We're going to kill your boy. Rick, you're done. <laughs> yeah. He just lets the walker finish him. That was pretty awesome. It was awesome. Rick is, is it's turned over a new leaf. He, he's back to the Rick Tatorship. Man. It's like, so every time Rick kind of goes into badass mode, he has a different persona. We've seen Rick Tatorship. We've seen like really timid Rick. We've seen like, I'm going to bite your throat. Yeah, that was awesome. Drink your blood, Rick. But like this is like getting shit done, understanding the purpose. It's not about him though. For the most part. But yeah, he he he's getting a little bit of that like uh yeah. but I kill Negan. Part of me thinks that Rick doesn't like that part of himself, maybe, or doesn't want to give in to that aspect of his character. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because he's not that way all the time. And when he does get that way, eventually he wants to back up off sure. of it. And, like, and he oh. even said, like, after this, I'm following you. He said that to Maggie. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And so, but uh, they had set a trap for the saviors to send out a group. And they run over a tripwire. Where did they get all these explosives is what I want to know. I mean, I don't know. is it all the dynamite that they found from the bridge that the saviors had wired? Maybe that. Maybe they're also finding some stuff from all the outposts that they're taking out. Sure. But it's entirely possible. So yeah. they're doing a coordinated strike because they got the information from Dwight. And it feels like yes. Dwight is actually on our side He's now. actually helping. He's contributed. And just because he's just so mad at Negan. And I don't know. Do you think it's a personal thing or he just doesn't like the way Negan does things? What do you think? Uh, who Dwight? Yeah, Dwight. Well, I think it's pretty personal. I yeah. think the whole reason he was there was because of his woman. Sure. Now she's gone. She gone. So why? <laughs> and you know, she left. She was with Negan right before she left. You know, yeah. so Dwight never had a chance yeah. to get her back. You know. And he knows he knows Negan's a monster. He already tried to leave once. Yeah, I think it's absolutely personal. Okay. And also, I mean, he hates the way he's doing things. Sure. Which coincidentally goes together. And maybe he's trying to build some kind of good grace with Rick and Daryl. I mean, he needs somewhere else to go. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Daryl still, I think wants to kill him and Mm. I think we'll always want to kill him. Oh yeah. I don't think that's going to change. Yeah. But, uh, it was nice to see that Dwight was helpful and was part of the plan and part of the process to get things done. And then, uh, we see Carol with her group going to take out an outpost. Uh, Rick and Daryl go take out an outpost, right? And Morgan, was Morgan with someone? Yeah. Morgan had his own group, right? Right. Yeah. So they were like the leaders of the outpost murder. Yeah, he's killing people. He is killing he's people. He's poking people with the stick. And he doesn't seem happy about it. No. He's not happy, but it's like 
at the same time, he has this, like, this is what has to happen. I guess this is what has to happen. Yeah. Even if if he was leading everything, maybe he wouldn't go about it the same way. But sure. he's like, this is the scenario. I'm not leading it. Mm-hmm. But I'm with these people, and I care about these people. And I got to help. So this is what's happening. Yeah. All right. So now let's talk about future Rick. Old man Rick. Old and those flashbacks. Well, let's get the monkey off. looking a little like Herschel, don't you think? Well, if, as long as he doesn't talk like Herschel, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Weird Al. Weird Yanka. Al. Another one rides the bus. Yeah. I'm just like, why? Like, if, you, if you've made it to a point where you can listen to shitty music from the 90s and 2000s, <laughs> why? It was a pretty crazy uh, song choice. Yeah. I mean, normally I really enjoy the songs. Like, what was that song last year that was super... Like when Dwight was doing yeah. his thing and making his egg sandwich or whatever. What you talking about? <laughs> it's a, it made me think of Yakety Sax, but it wasn't. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is terrible. Why are we playing Weird Al? I mean, at least play it a good... weirdly went together with it at the end of like that scene where he walks outside and he looks at like where what Alexandria has become. <laughs> the Secret Garden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I, it could have been a good Weird Al song. I mean, sure. and... Our our other Stephen would say that every Weird Al is a good song, um, sure. but I'm I'm not going to agree with that statement. But uh, he's our own little Weird Al, yeah. Like uh, I don't know, Gangster. I mean, Amish Paradise, man, <laughs> yeah. that would have been fine. That would have been good. That would have been fine. Yeah. Or in the fridge, what's in the fr- that song? You know, whatever. Sure, sure. So I, I'm not sure what is happening. Do you have any insight as to why we're seeing future old man Rick? Is like this actually the future, or is this him dreaming of the future while he's doing what he's doing now? What do you think? Yeah, so that's tough because there's a lot of alive people in that in that vision he has. Like Michonne is fine, right? And she hasn't aged a day. Carl's there, right? Um, you know, like people are around, and so I don't know. I, I would love for that to be the case, but I don't think it is. I think it might be a dream sequence. Okay. But I think it's like a fairly... <laughs> I kept waiting for the moment to where they walk out to the dining table and they sure. see like Glenn and Abraham and them. And I'm like, okay, I know what this is. Yeah. And maybe that's what will eventually happen. We might see more of this dream, sure. This future or this dream sequence has that same... White glow. Right. Yeah. The white glow. That head, that, uh, head dreamy glow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little weird. And then the red eyed Rick, I mean, I understand that I, I think that's more of an actuality of what happened. Mm-hmm. Like and this is like, okay, we're remembering what got him to this point and that'll be the season finale. Sure. Of, is Rick going through all of that yeah. whatever he says at the same time. What did you think about the episode using so many uh, flash forwards? I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. You know, um, it was interesting while watching it, but it didn't. It made the story feel less cohesive than yeah. maybe I would yeah, want. I feel that. It was kind of broken up, and it was. It's hard to follow. Like you really have to watch it and really have to think about it and be like, okay, where are we? And what is real? And what actually happened? And what hasn't? You know? Yeah, and it's it's tough because, you know. I don't know. That's another one of those things where it's like, who do we please and who are we trying to please? And, and what do we want the goal of this to be? Cause 
you know, they're in a scenario where it's the premiere mm-hmm. of a new season of one of the biggest shows on TV, even right. though their ratings have dropped, sure. but it's still one of the biggest shows. Yeah, and it's got a very dedicated fan base. Yeah. And so they can't just go in and make an episode and have it run through right. a whole scenario. Like they're presented with this, like, you know, every time you see like an interview with one of the actors, like, it's going to be bigger and better. It's going to be crazy season. You know, yeah, so you, it's you like, don't even know what you're in for. So stay like, tuned. They're not allowed to make a run of the mill episode, yeah. especially not for the premiere. So yeah, maybe some of the things weren't as cohesive. I didn't appreciate like seeing, even if it was a dream, even if it was like, what's what is Rick's like idea of what the future may look like? Mm-hmm. Like that's even a cool thought. Um, <laughs> the fact that he thinks he's going to be in the future is pretty right. bold, but well, and I like the gas station scenes too, where it's kind of a callback to the first episode. Yeah, like absolutely looking under the car and putting the hat on the ground. But even this time it was Carl instead of Rick, you know, it kind of reminded me of episode one. And I think that's yeah. what they were going to, because wasn't this the hundredth episode? Of the show? Yep. yep. Which is crazy I know. to think that there's a hundred episodes of this show. Yes. Um, but it didn't feel like a hundredth episode. It was kind of kind of weird. It didn't feel like a normal premiere because we knew that a war was coming and we knew that the war was going to start, but mm-hmm. nothing really decisive happened. But I guess that with a war, you don't want to win it all in the first sure. episode. They want to build it out, at least for the first half of the season. It was, it was a setting stage. Sure. Definitely. And it was... A good reintroduction to all the characters and what's actually happening. And we remember who our villain is, remember who the good guys are and who we're rooting for. I I thought they did a good job of, okay, we haven't had it all summer. So here, let's get back into this slowly. Yeah. Get them all in there. Yeah. Not have an episode where it's two characters for the whole episode. Right. That was nice. Uh, I don't want any more of those. <laughs> right. Tara. You, oh, you, you don't want Tara on the road again? Especially not a Tara. Come on. We now. have one. Ew. We have one, and we, we can say we had it. See, it's one too many. It's over now. That's what you're saying? One we can move many? past it. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay, and then Negan at the end, um, Gabriel goes to save Gregory, which I don't understand why you would save Gregory at all. I get why Gabriel would, but nobody else would. Sure. Nobody else. Everybody else would be like, yeah, sorry, you, you picked yeah, your side. it's over, fella. Yeah, you picked your side. We're going to leave you here with your side. And then... Gregory, of course, steals the car and leaves Gabriel to rot. Yeah. And Gabriel's running through the herd. Um, they're not biting him. Uh, he's just running through, and he gets in a trailer. And who should be in the trailer but old Negan? Hope you got your shitting pants on. <laughs> what did you think of that line? Like, honestly. Remind me of Deadpool. Sure. <laughs> uh, are you wearing the brown pants? Are you wearing the brown pants? <laughs> like... I, I was reading on the internet, and that line got a lot of shit. Like, <laughs> people hated that line. And a lot of, some people were like, that, that line ruined the whole premiere for me. Wow. Because it was so cheesy, and it makes Negan seem kind of cartoonish, even. And he's supposed to be intimidating and crazy, but if he says dumb shit, like, you got your shit and pants on. But I don't see it that way. What? Uh, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Like, that's crazy that that was the line that stuck out right. as, like, the one that made them mad. <laughs> I agree. Like, what? I agree. What about whenever he's like, 
running away at Alexandria when there's a tiger, and he's like, "They got a tiger, right? That that's the that widow's what is he? Guns a blazing, yeah, guns a blazing. <laughs> like, why wasn't that the thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's got to say one liner. The I shit get- and pants thing was to me very Negan. It was. It was very like it was. Exactly his character. And I mean, there's a couple things happening that would make you want to shit your pants. One, uh, Gabriel's in there with Negan. Yeah, you're alone with Negan, and you don't have any weapons. He had a gun. Did he? Gabriel had a gun. Oh, okay. But still, Negan's got a bat. In close quarter combat, close quarter combat, you know, Negan might have the advantage. And besides that, there is a herd of walkers outside the door what are you gonna do maybe negan was sympathizing with him like i'm wearing my shit and pants right because i'm shitting my pants right now what about you padre <laughs> yeah if he starts calling him padre oh, padre uh, that's gonna be the best thing yes best thing ever um, so afterwards whenever um rick is with i think he's with daryl or he's with somebody daryl yeah. and he's like uh you know he says that gabriel stopped to get him yeah Gabriel did because Rick was trying to shoot Negan when he was underneath that metal thing. And Gabriel's like, no, no, we got to go. The herd is here. Uh, we, our plane has worked. Okay. We've, we've breaking down their defenses. We're going to thin their numbers by using walkers against them, but we got to get out of here. Did they not now. see him stop for Gregory? No. Okay. Because Rick had his own car yeah. and Gabriel had his car. Yeah. So everybody else was already gone. That was the gone. bit that I was like, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else was already gone and they were the last two there. Yeah. So that's what kind of happened with that. Bastard. Yeah. Bastard. And Somebody so, needs to find Gregory. And so. Skin him up. And then, you know, we see Carol and her group and the grenade attack and we hear walkers in the smoke behind the grenade. So I wonder what that's going to be. You know, yeah. and then Morgan's group seemed to be fairly effective. And then, of course, Rick's group, you're like, oh, <laughs> they just murder killed everybody. Yeah. They just sent Rick and Daryl. And like, oh, what, two on 40? Cool. Yeah. We'll be good. They're fine. We're, we're, it's fine. It's fine. They're always fine. It's it's fine. Carol, totally fine. She'll, yeah. be, she'll be just all right. And, and Morgan had some people from uh, the kingdom. They're probably dead. But yeah, cannon fodder. Yeah. We got to have some cannon fodder. We got to have people die. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I did too. I thought I thought it was nice. Um, it's nice to see them working together and the speeches that they made. Um, I thought really kind of brought everything into perspective. Like we got three leaders of three communities working together yeah. to take out a big bad. Yeah, which needed to go. Yeah, I think there's there's gonna have to be some like encouraging to not only like people who listen to our podcast. But just like friends and everything, I I would encourage people, if you like the show, watch it because you like it. Yeah. Don't watch it based on, and not that I assume y'all would, but this is what I'm telling like my friends. Like, don't ever watch something based on what someone told you it was like. Right. Or, or just because somebody has a hard opinion on Negan saying, I hope you have your shit and pants on, yeah. doesn't mean that should take away from the joy that it gave you. Right, because I enjoyed the scene. I I laughed and I was like, "Oh, that's cool," you yeah. know. So like, never never let anyone take away the joy you feel watching something. Well, and you got to get to the point where you have your own opinion and you stand behind it. Don't let what you read on the internet and like if the popular consensus is that it's a shitty episode. If you like it, who cares? Yeah, what the popular There's a consensus lot of is. shitty movies that I enjoy. Right, and. 
A lot of people hate Independence Day. It's not a great movie. No. But I really like it. Yeah. Because it's nostalgia and I like certain parts. That, uh, I don't care what you say about the speech. The speech is amazing. Yeah. But, like, with these episodes, it, it has to be, because like we said earlier, they can't please everyone. No. And if they're if you are the one they pleased in that episode, then they did something right. Right. If you didn't like it, then that's fine. Maybe someone else likes it. You know, so I and, just encourage people to do that. Yeah, and then also don't be so nitpicky, maybe, is 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 the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Like remember why you had fun watching it before. Right. I mean, and this was had a lot of action in this episode. The story moved along. I mean, it wasn't a bad episode by any stretch of the imagination. It wasn't the best premiere they've ever had. Um, but it certainly wasn't the worst either. No. So Keep it up. So I'm excited for season eight, though. I'm ready to see what happens with All the in. war. I'm ready to see the Negan and Rick standoff that we've uh, that we know is coming. I'm hoping that the garbage pail kids just don't ever show up again. Yeah. Right. My I always watch the episode at uh, my in laws' house. Yeah. We all watch it together. That's another great thing is because none of them are into fear of the in, fear of the Walking Dead. So. Yeah. Um, I always have to watch it alone. Oh no! Monday. Um, but yeah, so like we had this whole like viewing party every Sunday night. Nice. So it's awesome. And they were like, "Are these uh, garbage people ever coming back?" They always ask me as if I have some sort of insider information. The heapsters. And I'm like, I hope not. Right. I hope never. Well, Jadis, didn't she get moved up to a series regular? I think she did. Did she? I think she did. So we'll see them a little bit. It's too bad. But I didn't miss them this episode. That's for damn sure. For damn no. sure. All right. So, yeah. Season eight. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you're excited about, what you think is going to happen, any concerns you have. We want to hear from you guys. And we feel like we get more interaction with The Walking Dead, which is cool. Let us know. You can do that a couple ways. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter. If you don't follow us on Twitter, you should. Our Twitter is at TheorInthCast. And if you have a lot to say, which is fine, we will read it and we will give you a response. Uh, you can send us an email, fear at nthcast.com. And then also, check out our website, www.fearinthcast.com. We've got a bunch of stuff on there. You can listen to all our old episodes. You can uh, give to our Patreon. We did have a patron, uh, just patronize us. Bill S. Preston. Uh, Esquire, um, thank Esquire. you for, for joining the family. Um, we really appreciate you doing that. That means a lot to us that you would That's awesome. that you would decide to support us in any way. <laughs> that our podcast made you feel like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a couple a couple dimes there. Couple way. scratchies, yeah, scratchies. So if y'all want to do that, uh, just check Patreon.com/slash Beer and the Cast. Anything else? I think we've done it. I think we've done it. We're going to be here every week. Well, I'll be here every week. You're going to Whoa. Miss, you're going to miss one, right? You're going out of town. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Going to Vegas, baby. Right, going to Vegas. Tell them why. Tell them why. <laughs> Come on, tell them why. Uh, my wife is pregnant. That's not why you're going to Vegas? One last thing <laughs> she wants to do. She wants to see Backstreet Boys in concert one more time. Do you Before think Before she has a baby. Oh, so like, do you, is she just an, And I'm just like you're over 30 weeks pregnant already. You won't be able to move or enjoy yourself. But it's fine. I'm going to see Cirque du Soleil. Cirque I mean, du so Soleil. So we're going to see Cirque du Soleil then Backstreet Boys. 
because I'm a damn good husband. And they're not going to gamble at all. No gambling. I I like money too much. Well, I mean, you could put a couple bucks in like the penny slots, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But then, <laughs> never mind. Okay, have you ever been all in in a hand of Texas Hold'em? And oh, one, hell yeah. And one? Like, Listen, I'm, I'm talking for I like real some money. $10 buys, okay. some five $10 buys, some some casual, some drinking poker. That Oh, I, I did it in Vegas. I her first night. Oh. I went and I went all in uh, and I won. I had a straight. I hit the straight on the river, but the guy that had, I was going against had been chasing all night. So I knew I was ahead. And I hit a straight poker and he, he hit a straight, but I had the higher straight. Oh, he was so pissed. Mm. But I thought I was going to have a heart attack and die. Because oh, he went all in, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, this is a lot of money for me. Oh, I call. Sure, sure. I call. I, was, I knew I had him, but I was like, this is so much money. Yeah, that would be scary. It was. But it, about that it made my trip. You know, I, I, I ended up coming home with money because oh, sure. I did that. Yeah, sure. It was nice. Money in the bank. All right. So we'll be back next week for episode two of season eight of The Walking Dead. In the meantime, fight the dead. Fear the nth cast.